Hello, hello, hello. Here we are again with episode number... Uh, is, uh, 14. 14. Yes, 14. Yes, probably, maybe, potentially. Still, Merry Christmas. And we are back with the lovely Caroline still. You might remember her for past episodes like yesterday and the day before. And uh, she's still here. She still hasn't run away. Probably because technically we are I'm still here. You're still here. Exactly because technically <laughs> and you we haven't are in run her away. Room. So <laughs> yeah, she's up on the twenty third floor. Best view. While we are just way downside in the basement. Anyway, um, during our day in the workshop, we actually came to a conclusion that we were both doing something similar-ishly. Um, around spreading knowledge within the organization. Yes. Tell me more about it. I have been the the mother of uh, my baby, the collaboration clinics. I've been running them at Port Houston for almost three years. Mm-hmm. It started as an in-person initiative and then very quickly moved online when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. as a way of breaking down silos and getting people to talk to one another about issues and um, learning from one another and being able to share knowledge and expertise, finding experts and okay. all that good stuff. So who is invited to these? It was originally aimed at anybody who was telecommuting, but it is open to anybody. Okay. Anybody in the organization. That's cool. Yeah. Because I used, well, not used to do, we still do that. Um, Something similar called cookies and knowledge for a customer. Uh, But that was a small customer. And the thing that they would always do, typically Dutch, is at 1030, they would all get together in one room and drink coffee together. Were they good cookies? Yes. They were excellent cookies, and that was my job to run to the store and grab some cookies. So I could, I got to choose the cookies, and we just said to everyone, "Okay, grab your coffee, get into the meeting room. We'll provide the cookies, and we will give you one small piece of information." Like were they recorded, documented? Um, they were recorded. They were not not properly documented, but they were recorded, and we keep the recordings in one big place. Um, but that worked very well because that was only like a small five-minute thing that we would uh, show them. So how does yours work? They have been twice a week for the most part. They're 30 minutes long, but they're online and we don't have any refreshments unless you bring your own. Okay. So I'm feeling a little jealous that you had cookies and I didn't. Yeah. So um, how, how do you come up with all the topics that you want to discuss? So initially, for the first few that were live and in person, it was just topics that people had come to me with and asked me questions a million times. And I thought it would be good to document it so I could then hand over a document or a piece of paper or a link rather than keep on asking, answering the same question over and over. Um, Do you want to share the long list of items that you have? The long list of items? Yeah. Well, what happened was when COVID hit, I then ran it every day, every day for six weeks. 
because wow. we had a lot of people who had never worked remotely and really ramp up couldn't couldn't work yeah. and it was a way I, I called it i had called it the clinic originally with the intention of people coming with various technological ailments um <laughs> just like the minute clinics here in the u.s and um and that we would be able to bandage them up and send them on their way but okay. since then i've developed various series I have a day in the life series where I interview two people from different parts of the organization um, and they talk about what they do in the day. So it's not a shiny presentation. This is what our team does, but more along the lines of this is what I do when I come in to work in the morning. So very much what you've been doing is community work. Yes. So it wasn't just about supporting your collaboration. Yes. It was really about supporting the human being as they're working from home. Yes. So some of it, was, it began much more technically with how do you do this in SharePoint? How do you do this in Teams? So when we rolled out Teams, it was, it was along those lines. And now it has expanded into we do wellness things, we do diversity and inclusion things, um, what's the hybrid workplace like, and we still do Microsofty things too. Microsofty things. So we're we we get monthly updates from Microsoft, which are released on the second Tuesday of every month. Oh yes, and Patching I, Tuesday. And I invented the Stomp, <coughs> which stands for Second Thursdays on Microsoft products. So I get I give myself forty eight hours to learn all the new stuff and then present on it on the Thursdays. You're a busy bee, aren't you? I'm a busy bee. And this is a very formal podcast. What are you sitting there looking at me for? Oh, he's stealing your ideas. He's playing Candy Crush. That's what he... Yeah, I wish he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us the weirdest question you've been asked on this call. Come on, we've got to start thinking this is... The weirdest just, question... Yeah, so people went, can I, you know, stick my picture up and not have to be in front of this video all the time or... You know, can I show people my feet? I don't feet? think I've had any super weird questions, but I did hear a fun story about a lawyer whose daughter had messed with his Zoom settings and he had to be a cat <laughs> during a hearing. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I've not heard any stories like that. That's quite interesting. But that has never happened to me. That would be fun, though. Yeah, you'd do it intentionally, wouldn't you? Maybe. <laughs> Only for you. So is there any place where those people can ask questions? Do you have a Teams team or do you have a Yammer group where people can go and ask questions? I we I had a discussion board, but nobody ever asked any questions. And so I took it away because I was feeling sad that nobody asked any questions. So what but do you do with all the questions you've got? So you've got a list of frequently asked questions. So where are you hosting them at the moment? So... I don't have a list of questions, but all the episodes are recorded and saved in our SharePoint in a in an asset library with metadata that you can then search. Okay, and how many people actually listen to watch the back episodes? So we have we have around twenty or thirty people who come to. Each episode, so who are physically att or who attend live, yep. uh, I don't have stats on how many people listen, but uh, we've have over ninety percent of departments have 
come to a clinic. Nice. So nice, it's nice, very nice. representative across the organization. And of course, from today's course, where you were basically looking at your communications paths, this would be a, a very logical channel for you to be able to use to communicate changes up and coming. And it's my virtual soapbox. Your virtual soapbox. I can soap stand box. on with my pom-poms. You wear pom-poms? Maybe. What do you I mean, might, maybe? I might now. You might now? Yeah. Where are you going to wear them? Strategically? Oh, hmm. I'll have to think about that one. Okay. You see, she thought she was going to be sarcastic on this podcast, <laughs> but you ask a tough question and she can't give an answer. I don't know. Where would you put your podcasts? Your pom-poms, Your podcasts? <laughs> My podcast pom-poms. podcast pom-poms. That's what we need to do next. We need some podcast pom-poms. Podcast pom-poms, yes. We definitely need those. I would uh, place them somewhere at, at the back of my knees, I would think. I think I would put mine on my shoulders. On your shoulders? Yes. Shoulder pads. Yeah, I think shoulder pom-poms. Luckily, you just missed Moraine singing, which was uh, probably positive. He didn't have the microphone. I think head. you need to give him the microphone. He needs to sing again. No, no, we don't want to put people through that. Don't want to put people through that. All right, cool, cool. Well, there we go. From uh, pom-poms to coffee biscuit meetings. What an episode this has been. So, Steve Dolby saying bye. Caroline is here for probably the last episode. Is this the last one we're doing, guys? We, we don't know, but it's shrugging the Vegas their shoulders. Tapes. In the Vegas Strip, yes, here in not-so-sunny Vegas because it's got dark now. So we're going to go and see the lights, I think, and uh, find somewhere to have a drink. We have a whiskey drink tonight. Yes, so that's what we're going to go I've looked at the clock. It's whiskey o'clock. It's definitely whiskey o'clock. I need to say thank you. All right, you've been a brilliant guest and a very good host at times. Thank you for joining me on the 23rd floor. (laughs) You're more than welcome. Thank you very much for having us on the 23rd floor. Anytime. Excellent. That I'm on the 23rd floor. (laughs) Neat. Well, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from them. Oh, 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 oh. Merry Christmas.